January 12th, fear not, Isaiah chapter 43. We all experience fear. Sometimes a dose of fear can be beneficial, keeping us away from a dangerous situation such as a hot stove or walking on busy railroad tracks. That is likely fear's intended design, self-preservation. But for many, fear can take over our lives like weeds in an overgrown garden. It becomes self-destructive and controlling, preventing us from enjoying the day ahead of us or experiencing any peace or joy. Fear can lead to serious and crippling emotional and mental health issues such, such as anxiety and depression. It can also be the hidden root cause of a short temper, simmering anger, or a boiling rage. God knows all about fear and its harmful effects. He wants to remove the negative type of it from our lives, leaving only the positive kind that will help to protect us and guide our decisions toward good ones. The Lord wants to be the only true fear in our lives, and in that, not with a trembling terror, but a healthy reverence, protecting us and healing any of our troubles or hurts with the balm of his mercy and love. God spoke this gentle message to his people through the prophet Isaiah and is still calling out for us to seek his comfort today. From Isaiah 43, But now, thus says the Lord who created you, O Jacob, and he who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you, I have called you by name, you are mine. When you pass through the waters, I'll be with you, and through the waters they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flame scorch you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. Isaiah chapter 43, verses 1 through 3, New King James Version. Difficult times will come to us all. No one is exempt. But we do have a loving God to reach out to when we feel threatened by the rising waters of difficult circumstances or feel about to be consumed by the fires of a crisis. He is a caring Savior who promises to carry us through all of our troubles and trials into a sanctuary of peace. After we have presented our stresses, anxieties, and concerns to the Lord, seeking his help, what do we do next? We'll likely remain stirred up within as we wait for him to deliver us through our crisis. If there are still things within our control to do, we prayerfully do them. But what about all those things that we cannot change or control? What can we do to keep them from playing and replaying in our heads? One helpful tool is the concept of a God bag or a God box. After praying, we write down all the worries or troubles we face on a piece of paper and place it in a bag or box and then put it somewhere out of our sight, perhaps under a bed. By doing this, we physically reinforce that we've handed our cares over to a loving God and they're in his hands now. This tool often works to help us relax a bit and remember that our struggles have indeed been given to God. We can rest a bit while we let him fight our battles. If we once again become consumed with fret and worry about the situation, we have, in essence, taken our worry back out of the God box to carry it by ourselves again. If we find ourselves doing this, and many of us do, we can simply put our paper back in the box, trust God to help us through our trial. It is such a simple tool to use, but it really does work. In my own life, I've had my own battles with fear. In my younger days, I often used alcohol as a crutch to smooth over the fear never actually dealing with or processing the problems, but letting them fester for another day. It worked for a while, but eventually it stopped helping and instead led to more problems and tensions. God let me know that there was a better way to live 
and helped me to give up alcohol for good, which was his will for me. But this still left me with a bundle of unresolved issues from years of neglect and no knowledge of how to process or handle them. One day, all these fears began to pour out of my core in a crippling wave. Things that had never bothered me before were starting to bring overwhelming stress. Some things as simple as driving over a narrow bridge or speaking with people in social or business settings. My confidence suddenly waned and a feeling of personal inferiority and insecurity rose. The waters of fear were threatening to overflow me and the fires of distress were getting closer to burning and scorching. None of these were logical or beneficial fears, but they were all quite real to me and emotionally very painful. Then, just like the turning away from alcohol, God made a way for me to escape my cloud of fear and to move beyond it to experience a more joyful and satisfying life. This did not all happen overnight, but it did get better a little at a time. He gave me several spiritual tools to use, prayer, journaling, support groups, the God Box, and the support of loving friends. Finally, one day I realized that almost all my irrational fears were gone, and only a few of the reasonable and helpful fears were left. From time to time, the old terrors do return, but not for long, and they've never owned or controlled me again. In Christ, I am free. Jesus' words really are true. Fear not. Reflection. Do you find yourself today going through an episode of fear, anxiety, or depression? If so, let us take this to the Lord together. He will make a way of deliverance for you. Father God, thank you for promising to carry us through all of the overwhelming floods of life and the burning fires of fear. Make a way for us to escape the curse of its cloud instead of blessing us, and instead bless us with your glorious light, scattering the darkness and leading us into a place of freedom, security, and peace. Grant us your joy and serenity as we seek to follow and walk with you in love. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. And may you walk in the Lord's peace and grace today.